Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. Today we have some, we have good news and it's also bad news. It's the 2021 BMW 4 Series. Yes, the very 4 Series that in concept form set the internet ablaze because it had a really, really awful grill. And that's where the bad news comes in. BMW has decided to put that awful grill on the actual 4 Series. But you know what? I gotta get into the, desi the design a little bit later because there's, I really feel like there's a lot going on here and that could be its own segment. So let's just get onto the news. 2021 BMW 4 Series Coupe puts a bold face to a dynamic coupe. The new BMW 4 Series has finally been officially revealed following numerous spy shots and major leaks over the past days, weeks, and months that spilled the beans on one of the industry's worst kept secrets. BMW went bold with the face of the second generation 4 Series, adopting an oversized vertical approach for the kidney grille in a bid to make its new coupe more distinctive than its rivals as well as its predecessor. Whether that's good or not, we'll let the market decide. Putting the grille situation aside, the new BMW 4 Series looks both elegant and sporty in the way BMW is, has been doing all, is doing all those years, that's a really weird sentence, for the two-door variant of the 3 Series. The bodywork's smooth styling features a shoulder line that makes the car look wider in the rear while the modern LED lighting units front and rear are tastefully done. Look closely at the boot lid. Why are we already talking about the design? <laughs> Whatever, because I, I guess this is the article slots. I, I have my own. I guess this is, this is an objective list of what this design has. Look closely at the boot lid and you'll see that the edge is shaped like a perfectly integrated lip. This clean styling approach is inspired largely by its bigger brother, the 8 Series. As with every new BMW available today, the new 4 Series will sport different bumpers depending on which trim line you go for. The most aggressive look is achieved by the M Sport equipped models, featuring sharper bumpers with large air intakes, bigger wheels, a sports suspension, and stronger brake system and more. Now let's talk about the powertrains. The range will be spearheaded by the new M M440i X-Drive, with the first M performance variant ever offered in a 4 Series model. The power is provided by a turbocharged 3-liter straight-six unit producing 369 horsepower and paired to an 8-speed automatic transmission. BMW has also added a mild hybrid 48-volt starter generator that adds an extra 11 horsepower, a system that's also present on the diesel-powered models. The fastest variant of the new 4 Series, until the arrival of the new M4 of course, can hit 0-60 to from a standstill in 4.7 seconds and reach a top speed limited to 155 miles per hour. The European model range will initially include the 420i with a 184 horsepower 2 liter turbo 4 petrol engine, with the 430i getting a 258 horsepower 2 liter turbo 4 as well. Then you have the 420d with a 190 horsepower 2 liter turbo 4 diesel, and then the 420d xDrive. BMW says it'll add the 430D with a 286 horsepower 3 liter turbo 6 diesel and the M44D X-Drive with a 340 horsepower 3 liter turbo 6 diesel to the range as of March 2021. All models are fitted with an 8-speed automatic transmission as standard. Okay, so even the diesels are fairly powerful, that's good. Now for prices. U.S. customers will be offered the choice between the, the 430i, which starts from $46,595, the 430i X-Drive, starting from $48,595, and the 440i X-Drive, which is accompanied by a $59,495 price tag. All prices include destination charges. A bigger footprint. Based on BMW's CLAR platform, CLAR, the 2021 4 Series is bigger in every way compared to its predecessor, unsurprisingly. Compared to the current 3 Series, with which it shares the same wheelbase and underpinnings, it's 2.2 inches. Did they mean 4 Series? They might have meant 4 Series. I don't know. 
is 2.2 inches or 56 millimeters longer, 1 inch or 25 millimeters wider, and 2.2 inches or 56 millimeters lower, and features a wider rear track by 1 inch or 25 millimeters. It's a 3 series minus a seat inside. Perhaps the most unsurprising thing of the new 4 series is the interior, which shares its dashboard, its dashboard design with the 3 series. The 4 series gets a restyled steering wheel with revised multifunction controls, newly developed sports seats as standard, and an extended range of leather upholstery options that include different colors, decorative quilting, and seam patterns. The new BMW 4 series will also feature things like an acoustic glass for the windscreen, and better sealed doors as standard to enhance the quietness and comfort inside the cabin. In addition, the BMW Live Cockpit Plus system will be standard fit while a new, larger heads-up display will be optional. As with its predecessor, the 4 Series Coupe, or the 4 Coupe, will have a 4-seat layout. BMW will launch the new 4 Series Coupe worldwide this October with more body styles to follow. These will include the convertible, see below, as well as the 4-door Grand Coupe variant. Of course, the king of the range will be the new M4, which is expected to make its debut later this year. Now, let's get to the convertible. Joining the coupe will be the 4 Series convertible that will feature a fabric roof, fabric roof in place of the outgoing model's more expensive, intricate, intricate and heavier electric folding metal top. This solution will also free up more cargo space over the previous version, though it will remain smaller than the coupe. Yeah, that's pretty obvious. Elsewhere, the Cabriolet will mirror the Coupe 4 Series, from its polarizing double kidney grille to the available engine options that will include a 2-liter turbocharged 4-cylinder engine for the 430i and a 3-liter turbocharged inline-6 for the M440i in North America, with other markets getting additional powertrains such as diesel options. The new 4 Series convertible is rumored to be introduced before the end of the year. Not only that, but we have to talk about the M4 as well. The crown jewel of the latest 4 Series will, of course, be the next iteration of the M4, which for the first time will gain a similar X-Drive 4-wheel drive system to the latest M5 with an M-Dynamic that allows rear drive only at the flip of a switch. Power will come from BMW's newer twin-turbo 3.0-liter inline-six engine, featured in the X3M and the X4M. In the new M4, as well as the upcoming M3, it will be available in at least two power levels, starting at 473 horsepower for the base variant, and moving up to 503 horsepower for the competition. Insiders suggest that you'll be able to choose between an 8-speed automatic that replaces the dual-clutch unit of the outgoing model and, THANK THE HEAVENS, a 6-speed manual gearbox. It's also possible that BMW will offer a manual model paired to rear drive only. There we go, that's a nice, that's a nice little rumor. Besides the dedicated engine and special chassis tune, the M4 will also sport a bespoke look with bulkier rear-wheel axles, quad pipes, bigger wheels, and larger intakes on the outside, and model-specific changes, including the instrument panel and trimmings. Now, now that article came from Car Scoop, so let's move over to Road and Track and see if there's anything that we might have missed. Right, I'm not seeing... Okay, here's some news that we didn't see on Car Scoops. The first, the 430i, comes with the company's B46 2.0-liter turbocharged inline-4, making 255 horsepower and 294 pound-feet of torque. With the optional X-Drive all-wheel drive system, it can sprint to 60 in just 5.3 seconds, or 5.5 seconds if you stick with the rear-drive model. Alrighty, so this BMW comes with their Vanoff system, which really isn't a surprise. Now here's something that's interesting. Top speed on all trims is electronically limited to 130 miles per hour, or 155 if you opt for summer performance tires. So if you want that extra top speed, you're gonna, you're gonna wanna go for performance tires. Or, hey, if you don't care, maybe you can just get a shop to disable the limiter. 
The cabin shares much of its design with the 3 Series, meaning lots of nice materials and modern design touches. The center infotainment screen uses BMW's iDrive 7 operating system and measures 8.8 .8 inches diagonally, and it's paired... Oh wait, no, that's the end of the sentence. It's paired to a 5.1-inch screen between the instruments inside the gauge cluster. Select the live cockpit professional package and the gauge cluster becomes a fully digital 12.3-inch display, and the center screen grows to 10.25 inches. For those wondering, yes, there's standard wireless Apple CarPlay and Android Auto. Expect this car to hit dealerships by the end of the year. So now that we've gotten, you know, the hard facts out of the way, the technical data, so on and so forth, Let's <laughs> let's discuss the elephant in the room, right? We all know what it is, and you probably want me to get to it first, and I will. It's the grill. The big pig nose kidney grill that BMW has decided would be their will be their new design language going forward. Now before actually recording this episode, I was just kind of rambling to myself trying to figure out what I really thought about it, and I hadn't actually seen the entire car, so I was just looking around, and this design is the the entire car. The, the entire design of the car is interesting. It's really, really interesting. Because this would probably be my favorite modern BMW design of, of, of quite a while. It really is, it's very clean, it's very sleek, it's mature, it's very, very BMW. It's a bit bulkier than I'd expect BMW to design a car, but it's very BMW. It's really good. The only thing that lets it down is the grille. But even then, the design of the rest of the car in my opinion, is so good, it almost makes me like the grill. And here's why I say that. It's very obvious that this car was designed with this grill in mind. And let me just add a small tidbit about the grill. It's nowhere near as bad as on the 4 Series concept car. It's still been big and obnoxious, yes, but it's not like the concept car. It's better. But, you know, that's relatively speaking. But still, it the entire almost mantra of this car seems to fit that or, or the entire kind of ethos of this car kind of fits the grill to me. This car could still do with a shorter grill. It doesn't need to be that tall. It's not great. But BMW has done a surprisingly good job in making it work. And in, in at the very least, integrating it into this design. It, I think it might grow on a few people. I don't know if it's going to grow on me. I'm not confident that it'll grow on me, but... From some angles, it's not awful. From some angles, it's not its not the crucifixion of Christ. And here's the thing, it is very unique. It will set it apart from other cars on the road. I think it has, as a positive attribute, it has that much going for it. But this would probably be one of the best looking BMWs in a long time if it had a more normal grille. And that's unfortunate for the 4 Series, but is fortunate for the grille because the rest of the car is so good and the grille is so well integrated into this design that, again, from some angles, it's okay. This car would still be miles better with a normal grille, but from some angles, it's not terrible. It could grow on a few people from certain viewpoints. And I think this car will still sell well, because the rest of it looks so good. And of course, you have you have the aftermarket. So if you don't like the grille, you might be able to buy a, a more conventional one from the aftermarket. I sure hope you'll be able to. Here's the thing about the grille, though. I've seen a lot of renderings and a lot of people say, oh, well, you know, you just make the grill small and it'll be fine. You know, you just change the grill and it'll be fine. I don't think it's as clear cut as that. I really don't. And the reason is, I feel like the front end of this car was designed around the grill. Like the entire front end was designed with the grill first and then everything following suit. The grill is the center point of the design. So if you're going to change that, well, now you've radically changed the design. The grill is the focal point, right? 
And I think done properly, you might not have to change the rest of the front end if you change the grill. But the grill kind of is the entire front end. So I, I personally think you'd need to redesign a good, quite a few portions of the grill, of the front end, if you're going to change the grill. Because the front end wasn't designed to have a different grill design, I don't think. You know, I feel like the front end, the, the grill, could work if they didn't have the lower grill there. If it was just the kidney grill, the massive kidney grill, and then some side vents, I think then it could work. Because then it wouldn't look so strange. It would, I think it would still be too big, but it wouldn't look as, to me, it wouldn't look like it had such so much of a pig nose. Like you have the, the long snout and then the lower lip. That's that's what I'm seeing when I look at when I look at the outer edge because it because the four this four series almost has a normal BMW lower grill but it's cut into by the big grill and so again what I'm saying is just get rid of it just get rid of that lower grill and leave it be the kidney one because it should be big enough to do cooling especially if you open it up and you have and they have massive side vents on the at the very least on the sporty one you would think that that'd be enough to cool it, or you'd hope that that would be enough to cool it because you know what the normal non M Sport one actually looks kind of okay because it doesn't have that lower chin that ruins it all. I mean, it still kind of does, but it, it's not as weird. It still connects to the base of the kidney grill. It actually looks pretty, it actually looks good. The non-M Sport car actually looks relatively good. But anyway, let's, that's enough about that. I might do a little, uh, a little something later, later down the line to illustrate my point. But let's talk about, let's talk about the interior now. How does that look? Well, unsurprisingly, it kind of looks like an evolution of the current 4 Series interior to me. I almost said grill. And you know, that's not bad. I like the look of the steering wheel. It still has a, like a small airbag cover, which I prefer. I quite like that. And it looks, the interior almost looks fairly minimalist, save for where the gear selector is and all the buttons down there. Let's see, where are more interior pictures? Let's see, I need... A wider interior shot. Is that further up? It might be further up. Nope. It's it's okay, it's that one. Yeah, you know, I like how it's fairly minimalist. It doesn't outside of where the gear selector is, there doesn't look to be too many buttons everywhere. And it look into and, and also it looks like a BMW interior, so kind of more of the same, but an evolution of their older of their older designs. So I think people who like the current three and four series or even a few of BMW's more recent models should feel right at home in the four series. It looks like there's actually some rear legroom from these press photos. I'll have to check that myself if I ever get the chance. Yeah, you know, overall, you know what? I'm going to take... Oh, hey, there's there's a bigger interior photo. <laughs> I missed it. I'm going to take a controversial stance. BMW could have made the massive kidney grill work. Because, from, again, from some angles, it actually looks good. It actually looks really, really distinctive and unique. And that's And honestly, that's pretty good. That's pretty great. I think the only downside is that the front end looks a bit too bulky. I think the front end is a little bit too rounded, and that is to say that the bumper kind of protrudes a little bit too far, so it makes it look a little bit heavier. Like, in the photos where you can't see the lower grill, it looks pretty okay. It's still not perfect, but it's a lot better. A lot better. Yeah, you know what? You know what? BMW could have made it work. The big kidney grill could have worked. The, the thing that ruined it, the thing that ruined the new 4 Series for the grill is the character line that extends from beyond the lower grill and the fact that that lower grill exists. That shouldn't have been there and that character line shouldn't have been there because it, it it kind of outlines the sort of jaw of the car and it really does it because the jaw is a lot further out. But if that was gone, if that outline that extends from the lower grill was gone and the lower grill was gone, I think this would have worked. I think BMW would have, it would have, they would have made it work. It would have looked good. 
Not great. I think it still would look iffy from a few areas, but it would have looked good and distinctive. And actually, I think quite BMW. But classic BMW, when you used to have the much more narrow but tall kidney grills. Not really, really old, but like 70s, 3 Series, and 5 Series. Or no, 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 60s, 60s. It could have looked good. It really could have. The only downside is the additional styling that they added to the front end. When I just saw a piece of news that the BMW design boss said that this, that this new grill design is going to be a staple for the brand, I scoffed and I was like, no, it won't. People hate it too much. It won't, it won't make it past at least another one or two models. But you know what? You know what? I think he might actually be, that person might actually be right. If they can stop doing the lower grill thing that they're doing on a lot of BMWs and just leave the massive kidney, kidney, kidney grill B with the side vents, it'll work. As long as they integrate it properly and do it properly, I think it'll work. You might not have quite nailed it, BMW, with the 4 Series, but you're not, I don't think you're that far off. I really don't think you're that far off. Anyway though, so yeah, you know what? I, it might grow on me a little bit. Not from all angles, but I'm not gonna abs- I don't think I'm gonna absolutely hate it in about two months. It'll be okay. And it's very distinctive and it's distinctive and it's very unique. It has that going for it. You definitely won't mistake it for anything else on the road. Anyway though, I hope you all enjoyed. What do you think of the new 4 Series? Do you like the grill? Do you hate it? Are you like me and think that it'll maybe get better over time? Or do you think that they shouldn't have the- shouldn't have had the lower grill? If you're listening on Podbean or Spotify, please like and follow the podcast, share it, maybe comment if you can. If you're listening on YouTube, like, comment, share, and subscribe, hitting the little notification bell, and then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, boot up Spotify before you go, type in Cody's Car Conundrum, and then listen to the episode that you want to listen to that day. I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you all next time.